blossoming, blossoming moments, a warm welcome, everyone, to Today I'm Alive. I'm your host, Margaret Aberdeen, a survivor and thriver of multiple traumas. Thank you for joining me today. To those who did last week's takeaway exercise and felt the shift in forgiving others, thank you for sharing your comments on social media platforms. I am not officially qualified to give any professional advice of any kind. Though I have some background in psychology and have studied cognitive behavior therapy, I am only speaking of my insights from my personal experiences and transformation. I trust those who listened to last week's episode, Why Forgive, Part 1, are eager and excited to find out what's in store with Why Forgive, Part 2, the keys to freeing yourself. But let's get straight to it. A few years on the path of my healing journey of forgiveness, I had a deeper, deeper aha awakening about forgiveness while attending a three-day spiritual seminar in Oxford, England. One of the talks was forgiveness. There were tons and tons of questions shooting out from participants, but two that got stuck in my head. Uh, The first question is, why do people find it hard to forgive? The speaker said, many of us are slaves to our past. Forgiveness is difficult because human consciousness has a hard time living in the present. If we keep anger and resentment in our hearts, then we have no space, no space for living in the present. Even though the hurt has been done to us, what remains is simply a thought, a feeling, a persistent memory replaying the scene over and over again stored in our subconscious mind. Resentment and anger are locked in our hearts. Nursing those thoughts or grievances carries lingering pain. My understanding of that question was, the root of trauma is deep. Many of us often cling to bitterness and resentment, even if it causes major suffering because it feels more comfortable than doing the thing that scares us so much. Letting go and embracing the change that enters our lives. Listeners, think about that. Do you agree or disagree? Please leave your comments on social media platforms. The second question is, why is forgiveness essential in our lives? The speaker replied, The ability to forgive is for our own well-being, our health and sanity. Even if forgiveness may not be acknowledged or accepted, it is crucial to our own healing and personal and spiritual growth, allowing us to take a more loving and compassionate stance towards ourselves. Forgiveness allows us to take our power back to let go of the negative energy that weighs us down and keeps us mentally stuck. Wow, that ran true for me. My insight is that forgiveness is an act of kindness and goodness to ourselves. We think we are imprisoning those who have hurt us by not forgiving them. Wrong. What happened has happened. We cannot change that. 
Now, the time to forgive those who have offended you. Make peace and purge whatever no longer serves you and is just a hindrance to living your life. Oh, here is one of my favorite quotes from Nelson Mandela. As I walk out the door towards the gate that would lead to my freedom, I knew if I didn't leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I would still be in prison. Think about that. Echoing Nelson Mandela's word is that an unforgiving mind harboring anger towards others. You, yes, you are in prison and they are still controlling you. The ultimate reality of unforgiveness will keep us mentally constipated with bitterness and a downward spiral of resentment, which will eventually spill out to everyone and everything around us. Unforgiveness does not serve us. It accumulates layers of things that are hard to get over, that are painful to remember, that are tough to think about without regret embarrassment, humiliation, or grief. The most powerful source of strength is always our own needs, our own acknowledgement of weakness, and our own experience of being forgiven. There was a surprise at the end of the talk. The speaker said, Being humble and vulnerable is essential to forgiveness. Humility and vulnerability are not easy virtues to acquire. They come with hard work, practice, patience and pain. As M. Scott Peck, best-selling author of The Road Less Travel, writes, There is no way that we can live a rich life unless we are willing to suffer repeatedly. Experiencing depression and despair, fear and anxiety, grief, sadness, anger, and the agony of forgiveness, confusion and doubt, criticism and rejection. A life lacking these emotional upheavals will not only be useless to ourselves, it will be useless to others. We cannot heal without being willing to be hurt. Wow, I had to take several deep breaths. What another mind-blowing awareness, especially the last sentence. We cannot heal without being willing to be hurt. Mind-boggling. I have never, never heard that before. Please share your thoughts on social media platforms. At the end of the talk, there was a lot of food for thought and so many whys to take in about forgiveness and how it affects every area of our life. The words I choose to take away were, forgiveness is a choice. We, we are the creator of our lives, not the victim. With the ability to think, walk and talk, and the freedom to make choices in our life. I have learned that forgiveness is a conscious choice and progress. It is a personal conscious decision and response. You cannot force someone to forgive you or expect forgiveness from someone. Especially if you are still suffering and asking to forgive someone while the pain is raw. We have the choice to forgive or not to forgive. And no one, no one can force us to do either. 
Others need to forgive in their own way. Even if we can't change how someone else responds to a situation, we can always change how we respond. Now, I'm reclaiming all the treasurable seeds I found when I was a little girl, sitting on a white sandy beach in Aruba, along with the bright orange, sparkling diamond-shaped seed, Forgiveness, which was lost in horrendous life storms, and with the pledge I made to Mother Nature that I will always treasure forgiveness. I'm embracing it with peace, love, acceptance, compassion, joy, and gratitude. Whatever your life may have been up till now, and if your parents did not experience these treasurable seeds when they were young and they weren't able to contribute them to your life, now it is your choice to nurture and maintain these seeds in order to channel the healing pains and suffering into gifts, lessons, opportunities and solutions, to instill them in yourself and others not just in your mind, but feel them in your heart. Believe me, I know this is going to be hard-hitting for some of you, but I'm going to say it anyway. I've come to an awareness, no matter who hurt us or what they did to us, we played a part in getting hurt. This is not to condemn you. It is just to shine the light on how our thoughts, feelings and attitude can ignite the situation. It takes two to create conflict. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person. But it is how we choose to handle it that counts. When the doors of Nelson Mandela's cells were thrown open, he understood that when choosing between revenge and forgiveness, it's only forgiveness that will lead to peace. It was an enormous, enormous struggle to forgive and let go of what I thought was real in order to heal. Eventually, the great breakthrough to achieve my goal was by doing one very simple thing. While meditating, I started imagining my mind like a garden, fertilizing seeds of forgiveness, which was always there when we came into this physical world, nurturing and maintaining them with positive thoughts. Ernstein said, The imagination is the preview of what is to come. Everything first happens in the mind than in your reality. So true with continuous imagination of nurturing seeds of forgiveness in my mind, eventually they started blossoming in my heart. It was magical. I truly had no idea how much it would benefit me in the long run. I also choose to unleash thoughts and feelings on those who did not show remorse for their wrongdoings or had no idea they had done anything wrong or they needed to be forgiven. My high school English teacher who said I would never be a writer or actor. My mother for staying in an abusive relationship and robbing me of a happy childhood. My ex-abusive partner who almost killed me and instigated the tragic loss of my second son. Even though a lot of my friends were outraged and today think I am utterly screwball crazy and nuts. My biggest, biggest struggle was to forgive my father for horrifically abusing my mother. Robbing me and my siblings of bonding together and depriving me of a father-daughter relationship and a happy, loving family. I had tons and tons of anger festering in me towards my father. He also had no clue of the resentment I had towards him. Over 20 years, I banished my father from my life. Soon after the kidney operation, I decided to visit him. 
When I saw my father, I was dumbfounded. I expected to see a tall, testosterone-driven, alcohol-abusive man I remember as a child. But instead, I was greeted by a frail little old man. His feeble body was bent over. He couldn't look me in the eyes. As he spoke in a meek voice, not the loud, authoritative, strident voice I constantly heard growing up. In that instant, the perversion of anger and animosity I had in my heart for him started to dissolve. Six months later, my father died of a heart attack. Why forgiveness may not be the right part for all of us, and if you're the one who needs to forgive, don't be hard on yourself if you're finding it difficult to forgive. Let me reassure you that nurturing and maintaining the seed of forgiveness doesn't happen overnight. It takes practice, patience, and persistence. Now, I have to admit that talking about forgiveness takes more than just saying, I forgive. It's a healing process and some and it's something you generally want to do. As I said in Why Forgive Part 1. Allowing yourself to be with whatever you're feeling. Let your emotion flow like a river or glide like clouds in the sky. Let it go. Feel, say, be untamed, be furious, roar like a lion. Exactly how you feel about being wronged or mistreated by your family, friends and partners, including myself, if I've offended you for what I am saying. Don't suppress it. Just be mindful of how you express it. You can choose healthy ways to release attachments to layers of pain and suffering to the past situation that is hurting you. Like writing a journal, praying or using guided meditation or affirmations. Or talk with a, a person you found to be wise and compassionate such as a spiritual leader, a mental health provider, a loved one or a friend. Let me reassure you. That forgiveness is the key to freeing ourselves, unlocking the prison of pain and suffering in our hearts. So, if you're carrying baggage-laden thoughts that burden your heart with attachment to guilt, blame and shame that happened in the past and are therefore limiting you, that you cannot spread your wings, you cannot soar, you cannot rise, you cannot fly while carrying baggage-laden thoughts in the present. Here are three affirmational keys to freeing yourself. Be like a tree. I now choose to release, to surrender these baggage-laden thoughts from the past to grow beyond guilt, blame and shame. Intoxicated with anger and resentment, knowing that the present shall now afford unlike the past. I now choose to release, to free those I have been holding responsible, to shred my thoughts of blame and shame. I choose to surrender and grow. Be like water. I now choose not to dominate or try to change people, to flow like water around the stone. Accept that humans are flawed and we will individually hurt each other, even by accident. Be like the wind. I now choose to feel light as a feather and as free as the wind without baggage and laden thoughts. 
I am free. I can spread my wings. I can soar. I can rise. I can fly. I can see the shining light in the present. Or perhaps you would like to put pen on paper and write a letter to whom you want to forgive or ask for forgiveness. Perhaps it may be someone who is no longer in your life or who has passed. Right now, think about a grudge that you're holding against that person and let it go. Be as brutally honest and explicit as you can, telling them about the bitterness, the hurt and the anger you had been carrying, asking them for forgiveness or forgiving them from your heart. It can be very therapeutic and cleansing to dump pain on paper. When you've done, read it as a solemn recognition of the past, then burn it. As you watch the smoke rise, feel the emotional baggage float with it. Feel it rise with the flames and ashes, carrying your hurt and anger into the air. It's gone. Bye. And you, yourself, rise like the phoenix from the ashes with courage. No matter what they answer, you, you are now free. Now that you have let go of all the baggage laden towards every cell in your body is sizzling and intoxicated with positive energy. You feel vibrant, healthier, lighter and happier than you have ever been for years. Now that you have let go of all the things you allowed to trigger your emotions in the past, a new you will emerge. It will show in your face, your eyes, including your body language. Most of all, your voice would captive a gentle tone. You can trust yourself with the observer of your thoughts and mental attitude to do the best for everyone around you with daily increasing understanding and awareness that forgiveness, forgiveness is for you. That is what forgiveness for us is all about. Even when the other person doesn't change, doesn't express remorse of what was done or isn't there anyone to have a dialogue with, either because they have passed on or choose not to communicate. Here's my question to you. How do you feel now? Share with me on Facebook or Instagram. Last but not least, before I signed off, I really want you to know this. Life is short and we owe it to ourselves to live a peaceful and happy life. As Desmond Tutu, a South African human rights activist said, forgive, forgive others. Let me repeat that again. Forgive others, not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you, you deserve peace. Remember, forgiveness is a choice. My name is Margaret Aberdeen. Tune in next week for another episode of Today I'm Alive. Share with your friends and family and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. To hire me for talks and events, please email me at info at margaretaberdeen.com. Today I'm alive, today I'm alive, and I'm feeling good.